Welcome to the Daily Proverb Radio Podcast Show. Embracing wisdom every day. Welcome to episode two of season two of the Daily Proverb. As you know, we are in the midst of Holy Week. Now, we are in day three of Holy Week. Day one of Holy Week was Palm Sunday. Day two of Holy Week is Holy Monday. And day three today is actually called Holy Tuesday as well. I'm pretty excited about getting to day four. Mm. Only because the name is just kind of cool. <laughs> Remember the name, Aaron? What's the, the name for tomorrow? Spy Wins. Spy Wins. We got to have like a James Bond Shit. theme song or something going behind that podcast. That's going to be pretty fun. But we're in Holy Tuesday today. And uh, I'll tell you what, there's a big reason why this is called Holy Tuesday, Aaron. You know, you and I just kind of talking <clears throat> about preparing for this podcast. Pretty amazed by how much teaching is going on on Tuesday during Holy Week. It's pretty amazing. It takes like, what, five chapters? About five chapters. Yeah, chapter 21 through chapter 26. Uh, actually, Spy Wednesday starts on chapter 26, verse 1. Um, but we're pretty much going about mid-chapter 21 of Matthew all the way through chapters 25. This is all happening Tuesday. Now, if you have been reading your Bible, and if you have a red-letter Bible, I want to encourage you listeners who are listening today to go to your Bible and just take a look at how much red is on the pages between chapters 21 and 26 so you know anytime i see red in the bible i definitely want to know what is being said i mean it is the words of jesus as we know and so there's a lot that jesus is saying that he's teaching that he's talking about so it was not easy for us to kind of dial down what to talk about we really try to keep this podcast about 10 to 15 minutes max. So, Aaron, what are we going to be talking about today? Out of everything that we could have talked about, what are we going to be focusing on today? Today, we're going to be taking a look at the parable of the tenants. Parable of the tenants. Depending on what Bible version you have, mine's just the parable of the landowner. I've got the NASB. You think you got the ESV? Right. Okay. So, yeah, looking forward to jumping into that. Are you going to read out of ESV? Yeah. Dude, take us there. Well, I'll be reading from the ESV. And we'll be taking a look at Matthew 21, verses 33 through 46. Here another parable. There was a man of a house who planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. And again he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. When, therefore, the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? And they said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death, and let out the vineyard to other tenants, who will give him the fruits of their seasons. And Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. What the Lord is doing, it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you 
and will be given to a people producing its fruits. And the one who falls on this stone will be broken into pieces. And when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. When the chief priests and Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived he was speaking about them. And although they were seeking to arrest him, they feared the crowds because they held him to be a prophet. Just to rewind a little bit, go back to Matthew 21, 23. Um, it, it basically says that early in the morning, Jesus goes to the temple courts to teach. And what we see is right out the gate, okay, coming off of Holy Monday. Okay, we talked about Jesus uh, having the encounter with a fig tree. He goes into the temple, have the encounter with a fig tree again. And then a new day comes, and right at the gate on Tuesday, Jesus is confronted by his authority being questioned by the chief priests. Now, this is pretty consistent throughout Holy Week. The This group of individuals called the chief priests, quite honestly, dislike Jesus very, very, very much. Uh, so much so that they consistently plotted to kill him. They plotted to catch him with dishonest questions, questions that had motives behind them to capture him but what jesus does is interesting he responds to their questions right at the gate his question is authority is questioned in matthew 21 and he responds right at the gate by asking them a question which is pretty typical of jesus's style in dealing with those who he knows to have a hidden agenda so to speak right so he he, he proceeds to ask him a question but on top of the question to frustrate them even more he begins to tell them two parables in this particular instance we see first off which we didn't touch on this first parable but the first parable was the parable of the two sons what aaron just shared right now is the parable of the tenants parable of the wicked tenants parable of the landowner whatever name you want to call it so jesus begins to tell this parable which we're talking about so we're going to do our best to just kind of talk a little bit about the meaning of this parable i'm going to set it up aaron just to kind of set up the characters in the parable and i'm going to let you go ahead and just kind of give a little insight on the parable as well okay first off here's the characters we have there are six main characters of the parable we have the landowner which is god the vineyard which represents israel the tenants which represents the jewish religious leadership number four the landowner's servants which represent the prophets who remained obedient to god uh, number five the son represents jesus and number six the other tenants represent the gentiles now aaron could you do your best to just kind of talk a little bit about what jesus is saying through this parable well what he's saying is this originally god gave israel the land and they were originally supposed to be a light to the gentiles and to all people around them but unfortunately instead they went after the other gods they started breaking the law and they started doing their own thing and anytime god sent prophets to them they would kill them or they would, they would disobey them. They would do horrible things to them. Yeah. And so God's like, well, I sent all these prophets. And, of course, they went, just went through the exile. And now the people, I mean, even though Israel is a little more obedient during this time, yeah. they still got pagan gods in their land. They still got things going on. But they are a little more obedient. But sadly, in their obedience, they've mixed in the doctrines of men. And it's perverted and diluted their faith. And, of course, like I was explaining in the last podcast, a little racism got in there, stuff like that. And so, it's still diluted. So, God, once again trying to get the people of Israel's attention, sends his son. Sends the prophet among prophets. Yeah, hoping that surely they would accept the son yeah. of the landowner, right? Exactly, surely. Yeah. But, eventually, they kill him too. Now, let's talk a little bit about the meaning behind them killing him, because... Mm -hmm. 
It wasn't just that they killed him just to kill him. Yeah, exactly. They wanted those land. They wanted the land because at that time, the law stated that if the son were to die, then the land would be left over to to the chief priests. Yeah, stuff like they that. would inherit to, the land. Yeah, to the tenants that would have been there. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly so. so they had thought, man, if we kill the son, mm-hmm. we get this guy out of the way, we will inherit maybe... Uh, now, we can say a lot of things. I Personally, bro, when I read this, it appears to me that what they were looking to inherit was the worship, the acclaim mm. that Jesus was getting at this time. We yeah. see consistent jealousy taking place here, man, within the heart of these religious leaders. They did yeah. not like this guy. Mm-hmm. You can almost kind of see them wanting to kill him so to kind of get him out of the way, reclaim the fame, so mm-hmm. to speak, yeah. because they lost it to Jesus. But... As we know, and as we enter into the rest of the week, they did, let's say, in their minds, they succeeded in killing him. Mm-hmm. But three days later, he came back. <laughs> he came back to life. So the inheritance they thought was theirs after he died wasn't theirs all along. Yeah. And um, so pretty awesome passage thank you guys so much for taking the time out to listen to us today on the daily proverb i hope that something that we read today challenged you and inspired you aaron i know you're struggling over there with allergies right now (laughs) but before before we go aaron if uh, if there was maybe one or two things that you would encourage somebody listening to this podcast today with what would you encourage them based on what we just shared be an example. Don't let jealousy control you. Be be higher than that. And reflect Jesus and how he was in loving and caring for everyone. That's probably the biggest thing I could say. Um, yeah. You know, one of the big parts we did leave out was the portion of them rejecting the cornerstone. Stone. Now, we know that is a huge, uh, a huge shadow of Christ laying his life down for us and the rejection that took place there. But I think it also speaks to, bro... To the rejection that continues to this day yes. by human beings, by mankind toward Christ, Christ and what he has accomplished mm-hmm. for us. And I would end with this. If you're listening to this podcast and maybe you at one time had embraced the truth of Christ, maybe maybe you feel like you have, but you know deep down in your heart that your life isn't representative of that. My friend, embrace what Jesus has accomplished for you. And you're going to see the power of Christ's death and his resurrection manifests in your life. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Proverb today. Hey, we're looking forward to getting together tomorrow to talk about Spy Wednesday. It's going to be fun. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.